chance on here. Pulisic picks up the loose ball and he could be in. Christian Pulisic for Chelsea, 1-0. Quick thinking by Alisson, and if Salah could lift it, still Salah, Salah! The Ghost Goal Podcast. Welcome back to the Ghost Goal Podcast. The Champions League quarterfinals draw is a, is done, completed. We've got a fully bracketed Champions League. We're going to preview all the matchups on this episode of the podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro alongside Alex Moss. Javier Arevalo, how do you guys feel about this bracket situation that we now have? We know that Chelsea and Liverpool, if they win their ties, could end up matching up against each other in the semifinals for the first time since 2005. We've got a potential Manchester City, uh, either Bayern Munich or PSG quarter or semifinal, which is pretty cool. But how do you guys feel about this new format where everything's formatted from here on out in the competition? I don't hate it, personally, especially since Chelsea got like a pretty favorable draw. I was going to say, I feel like both of you guys should be happy that you guys are on this side of the bracket and not on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes, I'm happy. I'm happy that we're on the this side of the bracket. I kind of hate this bracketed situation. Like, I, I yeah, don't, I saw you saying that on Twitter. I, what, I, like, what's the what's the big difference? You don't like having the path mapped out. Or you would just rather they re like draw all the names. Yeah. I just don't get the difference why yeah, one is everything. better than the other. I just like the redraw. I, I don't like the fact that, you know, you know, Grant Wall got ratioed super hard on Twitter for being like, oh, like Manchester City and Bayern Munich can't play in the final, which frankly, I think a Manchester City Bayern Munich semifinal It's a, it's would be a better, better thing. Than, Two legs of that and, is better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. More soccer uh, is better. And first of all, like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Grant, did you watch the uh, 2019 Champions League final when Liverpool Spurs was the worst fucking game of soccer I've ever watched in my entire life? And I say that as the guy who's happiest about it. Like, I I don't know. I would rather I think there's more drama and redrawing it out every single time. And uh, I live for the drama, as you guys, as you guys know. So Um, but let's get into it. We've got eight. um, We've got eight games to preview real quick. Or is it? No, it's well. I mean, it is eight total games, but it's four ties: Manchester City, Borussia Dortmund, Real Madrid, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, PSG, FC Porto, and Chelsea. Big news coming out of the Bayern Munich camp today is that Robert Lewandowski is going to be out for some time and is most likely going to miss both uh, both legs of that for Bayern. I'm not sure what Neymar's health is at the moment, so we will get to that in a minute. But let's start with Manchester City. Manchester City had big news themselves, and we'll address it on the Premier League podcast, that this is going to be Sergio Aguero's last run in Europe with Manchester City. They're facing off Borussia Dortmund and the striker in uh, uh, with Holland, who everyone thinks could end up at Manchester City. So this is... I'm expecting a lot of goals in this tie. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm expecting goals, 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 and more goals. How worried are we about Manchester City? I'm I'm a little bit worried that like Halan could like tear up like Laporte and, and Diaz just because I mean I think they're gonna need to to play Kyle Walker back there and Cancelo and kind of have both of them try to 
track back and 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 because Holland's runs and movement are they're absolutely insane. I I don't think that there's a player in the Premier League who plays like Erling Holland does. So, you know, he's the type of player that can completely change a tie. And we've seen in these Champions League tournaments, teams. I think that like. I know that that Monaco team in a few years back that made that run was very, very good. But like this Dortmund side is is similar level talent, probably a little bit younger of a team. But I think you could you could they have so many young talents and so many stars that you could see them pulling up an upset against Manchester City and City choke in these situations often. Yeah, just to mention their record real quick, they haven't have been to the semifinal of the Champions League since Pep Guardiola's been manager. They've fell at the quarterfinal stage each of the last one, two, three, four years. And then before that, they had that Monaco loss in the round of 16 that you mentioned. Um, in that time, they've lost to... Sorry, it's the last three years. They've gone to the quarterfinal and lost. But in that time, they've lost to Lyon last year, Tottenham the year before, and Liverpool. So... They don't have the English club jinx this time. It's obviously a German team, so that's probably favorable for them. But it's still going to be a really, really tough matchup. Like this is where you, that Manchester City, and that improvement in their defense is going to have to be truly tested. And even if they win this, it's it doesn't matter which one of the other two teams in Bayern Munich and PSG I, come out of that tie. I, their t- defense is going to have to be tested again. I am kind of curious how Dortmund lines up. Um, and like how they take playing against Manchester City because whenever they've met up with Bayern, they've had trouble with them, and seemingly Bayern have have gotten the better of them. Like Dortmund, kind of they're like the mini Bayern of the Bundesliga, where like they wherever they show up, they usually have possession, you know, sixty five percent of the ball, and they get a lot of chances. I don't think that's going to be the case against Manchester City. I think they're going to probably have maybe 30% of the ball, and they're going to have to try to play you know, with Holland on, on counterattacks. That's but favorable for them, though. It is. Like the way it they is. like to play, it's probably their but biggest say, they're problem. Not, is... they're, not going to, they're not going to have the ball like they're used to. So I don't know if they're going to be able to like do the work off the ball that's necessary to beat this Manchester City side, as we've seen this season you know, even with an injury or two that they've picked up, crucial injuries to, to players like Kevin De Bruyne or Gundogan or Fernandinho, whoever it may be, this this city side really has missed a beat this season. And like pretty much any other year, I think we would see, I mean, they did lose to Manchester United recently, which makes you think like this is like a similar kind of type of attacking players, right? That they try to play like United. Um, but yeah, but I think United are a very special case. Like Manchester United very clearly have sort of a, I don't want to say a spell over Manchester City, but I feel like they, they know how to beat Manchester City and not many teams can, can really say that. Yeah, playing I, it's, them, it's, playing it's them a in really like a, a couple. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to pick City, even so though I, I think Holland, are, Holland is, you know, I think this is the year that City break that duck of, of getting out of the quarterfinals. And as as dangerous as Dortmund are, I just don't think they're going to be used to to having to chase shadows over both legs. You know, I know that they're going to get their opportunities, and they're probably, like you said, Andrew, going to get a couple of goals. I could see, you know, Holland getting like a goal in each game, but I don't think that's going to be enough. I think City are going to score, you know, three, four. I mean, we've seen Dortmund in the Bundesliga been up three goals and then end the game three, three, stuff like that. 
And this is this yeah, is a they team were up two against kind of, Bayern earlier. Yeah, a couple this months is ago. a team yep. that that has the propensity to give up two or three goals in the span of ten minutes. And you know, man, she's just going to absolutely drill them. And a couple of times in each in each of these ties, they're you know, they're gonna they're gonna get three goals probably in each in each game. So unless Dortmund have some crazy um, sh- goals where they're they're scoring they three could. or four goals, I think it's going to yeah. be close. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like the Mönchengladbach tie was, where uh, Marco Rosa, their manager, had already announced that he's leaving to coach this Dortmund team next season, and they've kind of fallen off a cliff since that announcement's happened. So City got a free run of things in the last round. It's that's not going to be the case this round. Are we all going City? Because no one else is picking Dortmund, I'll take them. You know why? You don't because have that to. Second you don't leg have to. Is, that's that second leg is at Dortmund. That, it doesn't matter. You know, like, yeah, but there's no fans. How does this like, matter? I don't know. I'm, I'm if there was well, fans. It, actually, I bet honestly, you none of these games are going to be played in Germany, yeah. and none of these. I was going to say if there was England. fans, this is, this is. I would say like this would be closer. Like if they actually had to go to Dortmund Stadium and get a result with like a full crowd there, but I think that's like one going to be one of the reasons why City, like like I, I don't know if you guys obviously Alex remembers, but making that comment of Manchester City playing you know these training ground exercises. Yeah, I mean it was a joke. It was that was it, it was a joke. It was a joke. But City very clearly have a home atmosphere. They have a great City home record. Clearly, so it's kind of when when there are or there is no pressure from a crowd. They, it looks like they're even a little bit more dangerous than they've been because this is pretty much the same team. I mean, I guess DS is the big, big change, um, but this is the same team that kind of struggled last season. So, well, I mean, it is and it isn't. It depends what lineup Pep goes with, and I, I don't think there's going to be any reason for him to, to like start Aguero. Like they've been doing better with the, this false nine we've talked about, so I'm guessing he'll stick to that. It just be, may vary as to who plays like the majority of the time as that false nine. Yeah, it's a it's a good point. Hey, Andrew, you point. can get out um, now. You can just join the city bandwagon. I'll take city. I'll, we're all going to take city. We're all we're all we're all going chalk here. Hey, we, we um, did it to we did it to I, Dortmund I, last round and all picked Sevilla, and that didn't it didn't turn out well. I think so. I think it's going to be closer than people expect. Yeah. But uh, look out for those overs. Real Madrid Liverpool first leg Tuesday the sixth, second leg Wednesday April fourteenth. The matchup uh, a replay of the two thousand eighteen final, which saw. Um, most of get injured against Sergio Ramos. This is going to be very contentious, especially because Salah has been hinting at a potential move to play in Spain. He spoke about it while on international break. I personally think that he is trying to get a new contract at Liverpool. I don't think he's going to Spain, but um, we'll see what how that plays out. That being said, I have a very good feeling about this this tie the defense is kind of coming together um, is it bolton baracy man uh andrew with, andrew uh, andrew with, uh, what yeah, what no, have I'm, you I'm done sorry. to like make convince you that your forms turned around i was about like, to say you beat uh, sheffield well, scored a butt ton okay, of that's Diego like Jota. your like one Diego that's Jota. your that one we can start ray with. of hope that we yeah. can start Diego with Jota's back and he's scoring goals for the portuguese natural national team most and sadio mane scored on international duty a majority of our team didn't go on international duty. Roberto Firmino's back in training. Jurgen Klopp's record in head-to-head knockout ties at Liverpool is excellent. So, let me and just point out, in La Liga, Real Madrid have 60 points. And that's it, oh, in 28 games. 
Real Liverpool oh, okay, have cool. 46 that, points in 29 games. Cool. Just the, a 14 oh, oh, point I'm, I'm gap sorry. is, I is didn't, pretty. I didn't know that the leagues were the same. No, no. Javier. But I'm I didn't, saying, I didn't I'm that saying, that the same I'm league. saying. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't realize there's that a pretty league big form gap. 100% equated to what you do in, in European the, tournaments. This, I didn't this realize is a the dead end argument. Focus on a tournament <laughs> differently. Like that's the most asinine argument I've heard you make on this podcast. And you're the Arsenal <laughs> fan. Like, come on, man. Well, I was just pointing out there's a big gap. For like how well the teams oh, yeah, have yeah, done yeah. this season, I mean, there there was a big gap where we weren't playing games with natural defenders, and and Ozan Kabak had an excellent tie against the Netherlands in international break. Like, what else you got for Dude, me? Dude, you're sounding like, a bit panicked, Andrew. Sound like you're trying to talk yeah, yourself into this. I don't. I mean, I just I I think Real Madrid are going to take it. I just think that Zidane's record in Champions League speaks for itself, and and, and Jurgen Klopp's doesn't. No, he's won it once. Like, I, all right. Uh, yeah, come on, man. What? Like you- <laughs> Zidane's won it three times. No, but hold no, but on, I'm, though. In knockout ties, in the, knockout ties at Klopp, Liverpool, yeah, Klopp's, Klopp's Klopp record has lost is, once time, is one time. Ju- not just as good in terms of like the overall wins, but in uh, of overall wins of the trophy. But it's probably close to as good, maybe even better, uh, when you just look at overall wins in the Champions League and how often he's gone deep in the Champions League. So, I mean, I don't think you can use the record of either manager to make the argument. I don't feel good either way about it. I'm just going to pick Real Madrid because I uh, I just feel less uh, cautious about them than I do with Liverpool. Like, I, they may I, I have think an Liverpool, aging team, like, but they're still capable think, of a I think you guys are going to have to Europe. play your full team against Arsenal uh, on the weekend, and then you're going to have to play your full team against yep. Real Madrid two days later on Tuesday. And I don't know. I just Three. don't know. Not worried about it. I don't know. Three days later, not worried about it. Not worried. I mean, a lot of the squad just had like three weeks. I feel off. like you guys have a better right, chance. They didn't, you at... didn't play during the FA Cup weekend, so they got an extra week on top no, we of not. the uh, international break. And if and if the wet's the one thing too, like this Liverpool team looks so exhausted. They're gonna come out of the break like, you know, Trent didn't go on international duty. None of the Brazilians went on international duty. Like. We've got guys who are fresh. That's why I, I I don't understand. Like, I think it's I think honestly this tie is a is a is a coin flip. I don't think either one of these teams should be the favorite. I think this could go either way because it's not like Real Madrid have been prolific. Like, yeah, they're still in the La Liga race, but I think there's a better chance that Barcelona win the league than Real Madrid. That's partly because I have a future on Barcelona win the league, but um, I mean they're both having bad seasons for their expectations. But yeah. Real Madrid are you know they haven't completely fallen apart like of late like Liverpool have no offense but also Benzema Benzema's just like on a tear right now he's just been scoring goals every game Modric and Cruz have even turned around their form yeah just like looking slow Vinicius is playing well that's why Fabinho is gonna have to play midfield they're not gonna have Henderson back but I'm not really that worried about like a midfield three of Wijnaldum Fabinho whether it's I don't think it'll be Curtis Jones it'll probably be Thiago like I don't think that's that. I think that's still a pretty decent midfield to go up against Real Madrid, and you know that Thiago has experience in playing against Real Madrid in these big games. And so, and, I, and I, I don't know, know how. Not, I think it's 50-50. is Eden definitely going to be out for like the whole tie? I just think we have to assume Eden Hazard is out until right. uh, the official announcement comes in that he's back, which uh, hopefully is in a semifinal against Chelsea. I would love that. 
Once again, Andrew, no offense, but that's that's what I'm rooting for. I want Excelsior Real Madrid I know, semifinal I mean, because you'll lose the semifinal to Liverpool. That's what you do. In well, I mean, we just beat you, so I feel pretty good about beating you again. in, in this, yeah, yeah, but but I, that'd be that's also by the way, this, you, just, you just completely eliminated the the a semifinal uh, matchup between Chelsea and Liverpool in 2008 when we beat you and went to the Champions League final and lost to United. But you know, you got to get your history straight, Andrew. You can't just delete results. 2005 is the greatest comeback in the history of sports until Liverpool did it again when they the came greatest back comeback that never should have so happened fine. because of a goal that never should have happened or didn't uh-huh. happen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Name of the podcast, Alex. Name okay. of the well, podcast. thank God we got something uh, good out of it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Brady's comeback in the Super Bowl was was harder than than that. The 28 no. to three. Uh, no, no. three no. nil against Carlo no. Ancelotti's AC Milan. Go look at that AC Milan lineup and tell me. Go look at yeah. Tell me that. Yeah, that's, that AC Milan team. The entire team is in legends in FIFA right now. Yeah, like the entire team down twenty five points. Though. That, I don't that know. was a Liverpool team Going that finished the outside quarter. of the top four in England that year. They had to win the Champions League to make it into the Champions what League. What Brady did in that Super Bowl, I feel like, was equivalent out of, of left being down three nil. <laughs> okay, it's not even what Tom Brady did. It's what Kyle Shanahan didn't do, which is run the ball in the yeah, second. Yeah, also half. in football, you can manage the, the clock more and stop it yourself and manipulate it. In soccer, it's just running clock and the other team can shithouse their way to, you know, the game being over. And it did, obviously didn't happen. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Also, Brady had won so many Super Bowls before. Also, uh, also like, the, the comeback of Barcelona and PSG, the 6 1, that was a way better comeback. Like there's no way. No, the the Liverpool. There's Barcelona no way that's the better. greatest cut. Like that Liverpool Barcelona was absolutely what? better. The the quick corner. Dude, they were down five goals in the, from their first leg. That's insane. We're, we're we're digressing a little bit here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right. Let's speaking of P, speaking of PSG, they're going to face off against Bayern Munich, uh, Wednesday the seventh and Tuesday the thirteenth. This is. I mean, this is the. Quote unquote, I don't agree with this sentiment, but it's all over the internet. The two quote unquote Farmers League champions going up against each other, a replay of last year's final. the Bundesliga no of Farmers League. Idiots on the Twitter. Alex. It's a Farmers Idiots League. on Twitter. <laughs> I, I mean, you see, you see, it, you see, yeah, you but, see. But Bayern Munich are the legal owners of Arsenal FC, though. So. <laughs> well, yeah, they are. But, you know, let's hope that when we eventually get back to Champions League, we never play them again. But this tie, I think, is obviously the the tie of the, you know, the the juicy one, the one that everyone wants to see, and I'm most excited about. Lewandowski being out for it is a little bit of a bummer because we really wanted to see the, you know, probably the two best strikers in the world going head to head with with Kylian Mbappe and Lewandowski, and I don't think that Bayern Munich are going to lose. I mean, they are going to lose a lot not having Lewandowski, their main goal scorer. I was going to say... I have mean, no yeah, fear. They have... Eric Mapsim Chupamoting is here. Right. The Chupamoting like, revenge yeah. game. I kind of feel like if it there's is. no Lewandowski, I kind of favor PSG. I mean, here's the thing. PSG might be without Neymar, but they still have Mbappe, Moise Keane, who's had, or Kane, who's had a very good season, Angel Di Maria, and don't they also have... Um, Mauro oh, Cardi? God. It's It's... It, yeah, honestly, more than the front line, it's the way that their like midfield and back line have been playing. This is a team that was drilled by Thomas Tuchel, 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 for you know almost two years, and defensively, they're they're honestly very, very solid defensively, and their midfield they of uh, Idrissa Gay, uh, Marco Verratti, and um, you know those two, and then Dan- Danilo. yeah, and Dan- Danilo Pereira. 
you know, they have they have a, just such a solid spine now that you really don't expect this team to to collapse and concede three or four goals um, like we've seen PSG teams in the past. So I think without Lewandowski, this is going to be like a blunted Bayern Munich. Still going to be very dangerous with with Komen and and Nabry on the wings and you know Goretzka in the midfield. I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. But I think if Lewandowski doesn't play in either leg, which if these dates are correct, he's not playing, supposed to. He's, he's out playing, for both legs. Yeah, Bayern's already okay. Said he's so out. I was going to say, so if he's definitely out for them, then I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with PSG. I would have gone Bayern Munich if Lewandowski was was fit, but I just think that that changes the the complexion of the tie so much. So do you think I know I know Lewandowski's put up like great numbers in the Champions League, especially last season. But do you really feel like when you watch Bayern that they're overly reliant on him? Because I don't, I don't really feel that way. I feel like they can slot Thomas Muller into there, maybe even Chupamoting if they feel like he's playing well, and uh, that player can kind of just be more of like a a central point for their attack that can play in and get everyone else involved. Like they've got enough goals in Sane, Nabri, Coman if they choose. Like you said, Goretzka. Uh, and and Kimmich is playing out of his mind right now in midfield. Like I, it, it's going to be a really good battle in midfield between uh, the sort of like destroyers that uh, PSG have and Idrissa Gay and Danilo Pereira and Ferrati can be kind of like that as well. Uh, but he's also a, a good like possession player. Uh, but the battle between those three and then uh, the the players you mentioned for Bayern Munich is going to be fascinating. And I think whoever wins it probably ends up winning this tie because, I mean, while both teams can play on the counter, they both want to have a bit more control of the ball. Um, I'm going to stick with Bayern Munich, assuming that, like, Thomas Muller plays and what, like, just mentioned, like, comes to fruition. Like, that player doesn't end up making a big difference, like, personally, but everyone else around them sort of makes up for Lewandowski's goals being missing. But it's going to be close because I just checked and Neymar came back from that injury in the last game before the international break in the uh, PSG Lyon game and played the last 20 minutes. So he'll be rested after Brazil didn't play any World Cup qualifiers and yep. he'll be back at it unless he gets injured between now and then in this next uh, round of French PSG League games, you play which is Lille never impossible. Does Saturday, his sister have a girlfriend? So. Does, does his sister have a birthday between does now and then? Does his sister have a girlfriend? What was that? <laughs> No, does does Neymar's sister have a birthday between now and then? Because he always <laughs> no, gets no, injured. No, no, that, that, right that already passed. He already he already uh, okay, ticks well, that box. Does he have another sister? Can he like? Does he does he have to go party with her too? For Not her that birthday? I'm aware of. Yeah, I'm gonna go. This is so hard. I think I'm gonna go. Bi- I'm gonna go Bayern. Uh, they just. I mean, they they were right there last year. I mean, so was PSG, but I just get like I'm gonna stick with. Bayern. I just get Cristiano Ronaldo, Real Madrid vibes with this Bayern Munich team I know it's only been one year that they've won it but just like the manner in which that they've come into these Champions League games whether it's group stage or knockout stage and just absolutely wiped the floor with teams I think that's something to take notice of watch them run a front three of like Sané, Coleman and and well Nabry Nabry would probably play center forward he's been playing there for Germany recently and doesn't look terrible exactly like not that that PSG back line isn't like fast enough to deal with them but that's a lot of fucking pace all right that brings us to the last one porto taking on chelsea porto the surprise team so far in the competition there's these two ties wednesday april 7th tuesday april 13th and let's go straight to alex i mean we've got two blue teams 
matching up here, but this this is a really good opportunity for Chelsea to uh, should be it should be a fun tie. I mean, Porto. Fun isn't the word I'm going to use for it. With, <laughs> yeah, I think these are going to be god awful games to watch. But um, well, I don't. Pepe is still leading a, a decent line both for Portugal and for Porto. Alex, how do you feel about this tie against uh, against Porto? I feel like it's going to be tougher than that Atletico. Uh, Madrid tie was mainly because uh, Sergio Contestao, their manager, and most of the teams he's built over the last couple seasons uh, with varying success, uh, he's kind of like, it feels weird to say, but he's kind of like a poor man's Diego Simeone. He's a very intense guy. He he loves a good 4-4-2 set up defensively to sort of press you in a mid block, not really allow you into their own half without sort of multiple players pressing you and buzzing around you. Um, and they've got like a very experienced, uh, well-rounded team right now. Not really many players like in their late 30s at the end of their careers and not really many players that are super young uh, and inexperienced. It's just a lot of players in their mid to late 20s who've been around the block, played a bunch of Champions League games and look like they're playing well so far. Uh, so it's going to be a tough test. I, th- I think it's going to be a similar sort of scoreline uh, if, if we do win that the Atletico Madrid one was maybe like a, a, a draw on the first leg and then a win in the second leg. Uh, both games are going to be played at Sevilla Stadium. Um, so, you know, home and away isn't really going to matter. Um, but I'm obviously picking Chelsea I mean, to win. Is, this is, yeah, this because, is the dream draw for Chelsea. I, don't, yeah, I think I'm, if that, that, you had I'm been paired up against to be any other team... If you'd been paired up against any other team, I would say, like, the other team would be favored. But this is probably the only tie that I would probably put Chelsea at favorites. I mean, this is a team that... Yeah, I mean, I see. Chelsea, I would favor. I would favor us over like over who? No, not over Dortmund or Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool no. Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean, I think yep. like I don't think this, so. We we could lose to Porto. I'm not completely ruling that out. I'm agreeing with you overall, saying that we obviously would have asked for this specific draw. But I don't think I, I think we're probably one of the teams that people don't want to play right now because we're one of the best teams in possession still in the tournament. And we don't concede goals. I don't know if you've noticed, we haven't conceded a league goal since middle of January. And Chelsea unders, folks. Those yeah, Chelsea unders. They're a Chelsea and one nil wins. It's, it's on the him. new one nil to the Arsenal. Yeah. It's one nil to the Chelsea. And I, th- I think we're going through here. And I think we have a good chance of going to the final because I would favor us over either Real Madrid or Liverpool right now. So I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but I think the way we're playing right now, we should expect to, to you know, narrowly edge past Porto and then have a, a good hard-fought semifinal with Real Madrid or Liverpool and see I what happens Porto, in the final. Porto, uh, Porto are salty. Apparently, you know, they, they their sporting director was like, I've been seeing all the Chelsea fans just dismissing us. Apparently, all the Chelsea players were like celebrating when you guys saw you at Porto, like in the Champions League. So all the players are going to like use that as motivation to, to fuck you guys up. You know, come on, Porto. You guys can do it. That's Fuck Chelsea. Literally, that's literally the first I've heard of it. <laughs> but but yeah, I think Chelsea are going to get by too. I think it's going to be close. I think it could even be the type of thing where it's like two two and Chelsea get by on like away goals, something like that. But yeah, I don't. I mean, Porto are are ten points off the pace in their league. Usually, they have the league you know wrapped up around now and and are playing really well and hasn't really been the case for them this year they haven't been there their usual you know league destroying 
form well, that they've been in. And they haven't they, lost in the league since like October. And then in the Champions League, the only game they've really lost other than the the second leg at Juventus, which was 3-2, but they still obviously went through. Uh, the only other game they've lost is away at Manchester City in the first game of their group, 3-1. And then they drew them nil-nil back at home and won all their other yeah. games. So Honestly, they weren't bad. They were. They did get that team. nil-nil draw against City. They are a very good team. Um, damn, I think but, it's really close. I don't think it's it's like cut, cut and dry, but like I want to say Porto to troll you, Alex, but I'll say Chelsea. I mean, if I was in your shoes, I would probably pick Porto because I think it's just like a good bet, like to try and overtake one of the other two of us but we've gone different on the Bayern and PSG one so yeah if you this one right, well that wraps well, up just all in one sec this one's I think going on at the same time as Bayern Munich PSG so people won't be watching this anyway they'll be watching Bayern Munich PSG I'll report back on how it goes all right well that wraps up this episode of the podcast follow us along on Twitter Echoes Gold Pod at Andrew Passar at ASMOS92 and at Javier Rev9 And uh, next time we'll be recapping, previewing, get you ready for all the stuff in the Premier League and check that out. And until next time, see you.